Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about off-balance sheet financing. Increasingly, borrowers are seeking ways to hide their liabilities so as to appear financially stronger than they are in reality. This represents a growing risk to the economy and our financial system as our debt-laden world sinks deeper into the abyss of rising interest rates. Let's start with whether a liability needs to be disclosed on the balance sheet in the company financials or not. And if not, why not? Generally accepted accounting practices require probable contingent liabilities, ones that can be estimated and are likely to occur to be recorded in financial statements. Contingent liabilities that are likely to occur but cannot be estimated should be included in financial statements as footnotes. Remote, that is not likely contingent liabilities, are not to be included in any financial statement. Yet every day, trillions of dollars are borrowed and lent in various currencies. Many deals take place in the cash market through loans and securities, but foreign exchange derivatives, mainly foreign exchange swaps, currency swaps, and the closely related forwards also create debt-like obligations. For the U.S. dollar alone, contracts worth tens of trillions of dollars stand open and billions change hands daily. And yet you can't find these amounts on balance sheets anywhere. The debt is in effect missing. Because of that, we know very little about it. How much is owed? By whom? For what purpose? The rising U.S. dollars put pressure on foreign exchange reserves in many countries, and we've also seen a decrease in foreign exchange reserves. At the same time, we've seen an increase in foreign exchange swap activity. With the increased amount of stress on foreign exchange, the question is whether these debt obligations represent a significant risk to the financial system. I have to admit, this is an area that was a bit of a blind spot for me. I was put onto this topic by my good friend George Gammon, who also has a very successful podcast and YouTube channel. Now you might be thinking, Victor, why on earth are you talking about foreign exchange swaps? I'm a real estate investor, and for God's sake, I just want to finance my purchase of a next 10-unit building. Well, if there is substantial counterparty risk between financial institutions that have traded derivatives between each other, we could see another lockup in financial liquidity, just like we saw in the wake of 2008. If you have a loan that's due in a year and lending comes to a stop, you could face a freeze-up in the credit markets that could technically put you in a default situation. We saw this very clearly when the foreign exchange swap market seized up during the great financial crisis in the wake of 2008. In a foreign exchange swap, two parties exchange two currencies and commit to reverse the exchange at a pre-agreed future date and price. Currency swaps are like foreign exchange swaps, except that the two parties agree to exchange both principal and interest payment streams over a longer term. These FX swaps mature within the year, whereas currency swaps have a longer maturity. A forward is a contract to exchange two currencies at a pre-agreed future date and price. These transactions are functionally equivalent to borrowing and lending in the cash market, yet the corresponding debt is not shown on the balance sheet and it remains obscured. The Bank of International Settlements is one of the clearinghouses for these types of transactions, and they put together a fairly extensive position paper that talks about this topic specifically. In that paper, they piece together the amount and distribution of that missing debt from three different sources. And to arrive at this analysis, they combine both top-down and bottom-up analysis. The first source is the Bank of International Settlements Derivatives Statistics. Those draw on reports from 73 global dealer banks. The reports break down the total nominal amounts of FX swaps and forwards, as well as currency swaps. They look at it by instrument with three different counterparty types, dealer banks, 
other financial institutions, and non-financial customers. They look at seven currencies in three different maturity buckets. The second source is the Bank of International Settlements International Banking Statistics, which covers about 8,350 internationally active banks. The reporting population outnumbers that of the derivative statistics, but the value overlap is great given the concentration of international banking. And then the third source includes ad hoc surveys on institutional investors and asset managers' use of derivatives. These are coupled with occasional specific disclosures. These three sources, together with the Bank of International Settlements data on international debt securities and global trade, provides a sense of the instrument's use. So, how much debt are we talking about that is hidden in plain sight but never really talked about? The payment obligations from FX swaps, forwards, and currency swaps are absolutely staggering. When you look at all the currencies, the outstanding amount at the end of June of this year reached $97 trillion. That's up from $67 trillion back in 2016. This dollar amount basically matched global GDP in 2021 at $96 trillion, but it was three times global trade at only $29 trillion, and it exceeded both global external portfolio investments at $81 trillion and international bank claims at $40 trillion. That's at the end of 2021. And as a vehicle currency, the U.S. dollar represents one side of 88% of outstanding positions, or about $85 trillion. And that's why we should be concerned. The U.S. dollar has risen in value against many major currencies by 15% this year. That dramatic shift is going to put a lot of stress on foreign exchange markets. If someone's going to take a foreign exchange loss representing 15% of $85 trillion, that's a big number. That's $12.75 trillion that have literally vanished, evaporated in thin air, just as a result of the appreciation of the U.S. dollar. As these dollar swaps come due, and these debts come due in the next year, many of the borrowing institutions will not have the liquidity to cover those positions. And that could be the start of the domino effect, where we start to see failure of financial institutions on a large scale. Remember, the bailout program in the wake of 2008 was under $1 trillion, and here we're talking about $12.75 trillion of foreign exchange destruction. This could cause a massive lockup in liquidity in the entire credit system internationally, as well as domestically. This is something we as investors need to pay very close attention to, and that's been made all the more difficult by the fact that many of these transactions are happening off balance sheet. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.